Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hello, welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. I hope you're doing well and I hope your dog is too. Today we are talking about a topic that lots of people find really embarrassing and the title of today's podcast is My Dog Sniffs People's Bits. <laughs> so I have a story. My best friend has given me permission to share this story with all you lovely listeners on her behalf. Um, something that's quite embarrassing for her. But before we get to that, I just wanted to give you a heads up that we have an enormous Cyber Weekend event starting on the 24th of November at Paws Up Dogs. We're running 24th of November to the 28th of November and we have loads of amazing dog training bundles at 40% off. So whether you are a pet parent or a dog professional listening to this podcast, there is hopefully something for everyone at a range of price points. So if you're listening to this episode when it goes live, then go, go, go. (laughs) We will put the link in the show notes for you to access the um, website to see if there's anything that you would like for you and your dog okay so let's get to the story so (laughs) my best friend and I went traveling in um Italy a couple of years ago it was a few years ago now pre-covid I believe yeah and um we're traveling b&b to b&b um or airbnb i should say and we chose one airbnb for the specific reason that they had a dog they had a border collie and that's always a hook for us so like if there's an animal on the property we're going to be staying there and it looked like a nice place as well so we arrived and um showed us to our room we didn't see the dog (laughs) and then literally every single time we came out of our room this border collie called Igor would race up to my friend and immediately stick his nose in her crotch like morning noon night if she just had a shower it did not matter there was just something that he was very interested in and of course this was funny the first couple of times and then it started to become quite embarrassing for her um and there was one particular evening we were there probably three or four days I think and we were standing in the kitchen chatting to the owner just about to go out for dinner and my my friend had on this like how to describe it it's like a dress with quite a lot of material so it kind of was pulled in at certain places and let out at certain places so there were lots of folds of fabric essentially you might see where this is going so the dog comes running into the kitchen immediately dive bombs to sniff her crotch and then gets his head caught in the folds of the dress (laughs) And she's trying to kind of get him out without shoving him. But the man that owned the Airbnb was so embarrassed and didn't know what to do that he just opened a cupboard in his kitchen and pretended to be like looking for cooking sauce or something. Oh my gosh. Honestly, as soon as we were out the front door, I probably laughed for about 20 minutes. Um, (laughs) But yes, it can certainly be embarrassing. Um, it's embarrassing if it happens to you. It's embarrassing if you have a dog. Myself as a dog behaviourist, I go to people's homes. It doesn't happen all the time, but it happens sometimes. And I'm like, whatever, it's just a dog. But some people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Other people don't know whether to mention it or not. It, it's a really tricky subject for lots of us. So... <laughs> um, 
I guess the first thing we want to think about is what not to do. So because it is embarrassing, we tend to panic, especially let's let's take the scenario of it being your dog. So maybe you have uh, met someone in the park and you're chatting and then your dog goes straight in there. And some dogs, it's the front, some dogs, it's the back. So there's no, <laughs> you know, it could be could be either way. And that's just as embarrassing for lots of us. So you're standing talking to someone, your dog starts sniffing that person and you feel that panic and that embarrassment. So you start saying, get down, leave it. No, come here, come here. And the chances are because your dog is on their nose and not their other senses, it's actually harder for them to hear you in that moment because they are exploring whatever they're exploring with their nose. So I would try very hard, even though the immediate response in us is oh my gosh it's so mortifying (laughs) I would try to reduce the leave it no that kind of thing because your dog's probably not going to be able to respond if you have got them on a harness or a lead you can gently guide them away would be my option I think Um, but you really want to think about sort of assessing when is this happening if it's a one-off like does it really matter probably not bit embarrassing in the moment really but we'll get over it but if your dog does this consistently (laughs) it's almost every person that you meet in the park every person that comes to the house you want to start noticing the pattern of when it's happening so for lots of dogs it's an initial curiosity so who is this new person I want to get to know you. Now, dogs, they can be a bit grim sometimes, let's be honest. They like to eat poo. They like like all kinds of horrible things that we don't like. So dogs... As we know, the the nose is the primary sense for most dogs. So they are essentially learning about their world by using their nose and sometimes their mouth as well. So they want to get to places that have a stronger odour in the nicest possible way. So they love our mouths. So the reason why lots of dogs jump up to our faces is because they can smell our mouths, smell whatever we ate last um, and get a real sense of us in the same way that they go up and they sniff other dogs' genitals and bottoms and mouths they're really getting those scent indicators from other dogs and from people as well they also any area that's going to have a strong odor on your body armpits groin all of those places they're like yes thank you (laughs) um you might also have noticed so if I do a workout in my house and I'm really really hot and sweaty my dogs will lick the sweat off me that's also something that they love but conversely I don't know if you've ever had this if you get out of the shower out of the bath and your dog's like oh I'll just uh, clean up those legs for you mum and that's often that they're licking the water off us but also sometimes the scent so my dogs love sun cream if I put sun lotion on there I'm trying to lick it off and I'm like no that's protecting my skin I don't have fur like you but essentially that's why so they're trying to figure out and trying to understand you so if you notice hmm this is happening at the point of meeting someone this is happening at the point of someone first coming into the house to be honest the best option is to teach either an alternative behavior when we meet people or a distraction (laughs) so your easiest distraction would be some scatter feeding running backwards getting them to follow you asking them to come in to squeeze between your feet asking them for something else essentially or if you want to teach a calm interaction and a calm, calm kind of greeting to people, you could teach that when someone comes towards them, they should lie down, for example. And then, of course, you're going to reward them for that. It's not a punishment. It's definitely, a, oh, someone's coming towards me. What do we do? And we lie down and then we feed, feed, feed. <laughs> so that would be my go to option. It's usually relatively simple to kind of um, 
to get in front of this. So if you notice that it's been happening a few times, those are the couple of options that you can try. Obviously, initially, you would probably need your dog to be on the lead when it is likely to happen so that you are able to get their attention a little bit more easily because they're closer to you not because you're you're pulling on the lead or anything like that but just because they're right next to you so if you are walking in the park and that's when it's happening when you see people approaching recall your dog put them on the lead and then you can practice that nice nice interaction and of course this doesn't just go for sniffing this goes for you know if your dog's likely to jump up on someone with muddy paws this time of year for example (laughs) i saw oh my goodness a ridiculous encounter in the park yesterday so um there was a man with I think three golden retrievers in a Labrador and they were all playing and having a lovely time and it's really muddy here at the moment so they were covered at like you know right over the face flecks at the flecks of mud and just everywhere um and this lady was walking past and you could just see by her body language that she was like oh dogs uncomfortable immediately probably because she's had this experience before <laughs> anyway one of the golden retrievers was like oh you look interesting and ran over and she did the old, oh, oh, kind of, I'm scared, I'm scared. And of course, the dog was like, oh, amazing, playtime, and jumped up at her with his muddy paws all over her cream coat. And she's then going, naughty, naughty, get down. And the dog's like, oh, amazing, this is great fun. Um, I felt sorry for the man. He did get his dog back eventually. I felt sorry for the lady as well, to be honest. But yeah, it's that classic example of someone doing, you know, when you're thinking, just stop speaking, just stop speaking and squirming and they'll stop but yeah everyone doesn't know that so it's fair enough but yeah I would um little tangent there I would think about getting prepared if you see someone come and get your dog on the lead you can do a little some fun movement games you can play a bit of apples oranges bananas um you can do a u-turn you can teach your dog that when they see someone coming that we turn and we go in the opposite direction not very very far but just a few steps so you've got enough space between you and that person the other thing that i think lots of people um forget out on a walk especially is to keep moving (laughs) so a lot of the troublesome things happen when we stand and we wait and talk to someone so if you've got um, a dog that's a little bit unsure of other dogs and you stop and stand and talk to another dog walker what's going to happen well your dog's probably going to have a big eruption because they are static they can't get moving and they're feeling stressed out Um, exactly the same if you've got a dog that's excited or a dog that starts barking when you stop to talk to someone there are things that you can do to help with that and we spoke about that on a previous podcast episode actually but just keep moving hello nice to see you move 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 (laughs) they are far less likely to get in there and start sniffing places you don't want them to sniff if you keep moving and especially if you add like a little jog or whatever onto the end of it if you're able to do that or get your toy out that way your dog's like actually yeah it's not worth it I'm not going to hang around with this stranger I'm going to come and follow my parent over here to the left (laughs) okay so I hope that was helpful um I do think for the most part if you can laugh about it and just be like oh for goodness sake it does make it a little bit easier obviously you've got to gauge your audience not everyone's going to find it funny some people are going to find it embarrassing but I think we do make it worse when we start going leave it stop 
down, come here. <laughs> and these kind of frantic, like staccato phrases. I think if you can just calmly and carefully move your dog away, do whatever you need to do, use some of those strategies we discussed a couple of minutes ago, um, then you're uh, you're in a better position. Okay, that's everything for today. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes if you would like to check out our Cyber Weekend deals. They're running from the 24th to the 28th of November 2022, in case you're listening to this in the future. <laughs> um, and I will speak to you soon. Okay, take care, everybody. Bye.